Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back in to Train, Eat, Repeat. I hope you all are having a great week. I am solo today doing the solo act. Uh, my partner in crime and in life, Andrea, uh, she's getting her kitchen redone right now, believe it of all things. So she's in the middle of a war zone, uh, managing and batting down the hatches, which means you get to spend your time with me. Uh, lucky you, right? Uh, so I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, what we're going to talk about today is, are you having an identity crisis? Uh, I know it sounds pretty extreme, uh, but just based off of some of the conversations we've had with our clients, not just this past week, but especially this past week, but over the course of our coaching, um, identity seems to be always sort of the issue or the thing that we need to figure out if we are going to see our goals come true. And so we're going to dive into that a little bit. We're also going to be citing um, some work from James Clear. If you have not read Atomic Habits yet, uh, and he's not promoting me or, or I'm promoting him, but just because I really like his work, um, one of the best authors at really taking a complicated uh, topic such as habit forming, number one, but in terms of identity and what we'll be talking about today, it is a fantastic read. Uh, you can get it on Amazon, bookstores, anywhere, but I would highly suggest that you read it and we'll be using a lot of his uh, sort of knowledge, if you will, around it because there's a lot of wisdom there. Um, and I think it should help uh, in this episode specifically for you to sort of realign your goals with your identity. And it will all make sense what I mean by that when we get down to it. So let's jump right in. So, you know, when I say the word identity, if I look it up in the dictionary, it essentially cites that it's the condition of being oneself. Sounds pretty self-explanatory, right? Your identity is is who you are. You know, Andrea, when I when we were talking about this, her definition is centered around beliefs, persona. You know, you're comfortable with, with who you are, like you're self-assured. Um, it's also tied to your why, which we've talked about numerous times on this podcast, where your your why is that intrinsic, you know, motivator deep inside of you that no matter what, that is just who you are. And because you have that deep down why, you will always do the actions that lead to the result that you desire, right? Even if you don't necessarily know that that's what's happening, you are that person. It's, it's not something you just are striving to be. I said it was somebody you were being the person you were always meant to be. You feel comfortable, self-assured that you are living a life that makes you feel your best. You don't care what other people think. You put yourself first and you don't compare yourself to anyone, which we've all talked about numerous times on this podcast. And I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, have succumbed to sort of that comparison syndrome where you are on Instagram and you're on Facebook or social media in general, and you're constantly looking at a false sense of happiness, a false sense of accomplishment. And not to say that what you're seeing is is false. I believe there's a lot of uh, a truth. There's obviously happy moments, babies being born, people getting married, but it's a highlight reel, right? It, it's almost like if you were to watch uh, a baseball game from beginning to end and see the errors being made and the mistakes made in coaching, and then you turn on Sports Center later and you watch the highlight reel of everything that went really well, right? Then your perception of that game is that everything went really well. And, and when you compare yourself like that, 
it's very hard for you to know exactly who you are and and makes you almost unsatisfied no matter how well you do and how many strides you're taking towards uh, becoming your best self, you always feel like there's something missing. Um, I think also you you end up accepting the things you can't control. When you know your identity, you no longer worry about the things that you can't control because you are your own person. You can't change it. And that's what makes us unique. And rather than worrying about the problem, you work the problem. Like that is a good sense of identity, in my opinion. So, you know, how do you know if, if your goals aren't aligned with your identity? Well, James Clear in his book, he specifically talks that there's three layers of behavior change and their outcomes, processes, and identity. And if you were to, if it, he draws a picture in the book, so if you can imagine and close your eyes as long as you're not driving, but imagine a, a target. Okay. So that outer layer are your outcomes, your second layer, are your processes, and then the bullseye would be your identity. So for an example of this that would relate to what Andrea and I do for a living in terms of wellness coaching, what we hear from people when we ask them, you know, what are your goals? What are your, what do you aspire to do by, by working with us? It would be simply like this. And this is out of James Clear's book is, you know, I want to be skinny. So that's the outcome, right? Or I want to lose weight or I want to be, uh, I want to be an X dress size for the next wedding I'm going to. So those are all outcome goals. So you're looking out, I want to run a marathon, you know, whatever that might be. And so in this case, if I want to be skinny, I want to be skinny. So that's the outcome. And if I stick to this diet, this program, this exercise routine, then I'll be skinny, which is the process. So it's the process that leads to the outcome that you're looking for. But you aren't considering, if you go stop there, right? If you just start with the outcome in the process, you might see some results, right? And I think that's anyone who's done a fad diet, a 21-day diet, a, th- a whole 30 diet, uh, uh, you know, a six-week boot camp. We can hold and maintain that motivation and the willpower and the, the um, you know, the, the, I guess like that vigor to see through that entire process over the course of that six weeks. But then when you're done with that six weeks, what ends up happening? You know, I also see it when people are, are doing races. When you have an outcome, a uh, goal, like let's say like Andrew and I have a, a half marathon uh, coming up here in October. If, if our goal stopped at we're going to run a half marathon outcome, I want to run it in a specific time, also an outcome goal, and I'm going to follow a training plan that was built specifically for me so that I can run that time. That's the process. But then if I don't have an identity, my beliefs behind why I'm doing that, then what ends up happening is as soon as that event is over, I no longer, I I, I stop running, right? Because I don't have that outcome or that process built anymore. The training plan's over, the race is over. So then why am I running, right? Or why am I still continuing to try to improve myself? Why am I going after X promotion at my job? Why am I aspiring to start my own business? All of those are factors where there you don't have a sense of identity backed uh, sense of identity in your behavior goals. So, you know, it, cause it's, it's always going to be 
one thing to say, I am the type of person who wants this, right? I want to lose weight. I want to uh, run a marathon, but it's something very different to say, I'm the type of person who is this. And that's where we start to talk about the identity. So when I talk about identity, if we know what outcomes and processes are, in, in Claire's book, he says, this level is concerned with changing your beliefs, your worldview, your self-image, your judgments about yourself and others. Most of the beliefs, assumptions, and biases you hold are associated with this level. Outcomes are what you get. Processes, processes are about what you do. Identity is about what you believe. And so when you want to make consistent measurable change and make something your lifestyle, which is something we strive to do with every single one of our clients. We want sustainable progress, sustainable results for our clients. It has to come from the identity out, meaning you start with your identity. What do you believe in? What are your whys? What's really important to you? You know, yes, you might on the out on the on the outside, right? A sorry surface level, you might say, I really need to lose weight. But then if we start to ask ourselves, and I know the, there, and there's, there's X program that's saying I can lose weight. That's fantastic, right? And if you stick with it for a short period of time or a long period of time, you probably will see results. But when it gets down to it, what's going to help you maintain those results is what are the beliefs that you hold true and near and dear to yourself? And what, are, are, what type of person are you willing to become, that new identity, in order to hold those results long term? And they obviously mean something to you too. You know, we talk a lot of times about, about doing what feels good. That's a an example of an identity. And I'm not talking about, you know, going and eating a bunch of donuts or cookies because they make me feel good and I get that dopamine rush. It's a different type of feeling. It's because it makes me feel my best. Like I'm the most uh, the words you can associate, the most happy, uh, the most energized. I feel strong. I feel stable. I feel cognitively there. I don't have that brain fog all the time. And and a lot of that is not just about sitting down and doing some reflection. That's very much so a part of it. But it's also how you talk to yourself too. So And, and it's also how you identify and sort of mark out your your goal. So I spoke earlier about, you know, our half marathon. So the goal is not to run a half marathon. The goal is to become a better runner. So if I looked at the process that we're going through in terms of the training plan, I have different milestones where I have had improvements in my runs. I've become a better and more efficient runner. You know, I was speaking with uh, my dad last night and he has run six marathons before. And, you know, I was telling him, you know, I, I had, I ran 14 miles a couple of weeks ago. And I said, so I have, I have it in the bag. And he goes, yeah, I, I think, I think you do. And, and more so what that meant to me was, is that I've become an efficient enough runner to run the race. We didn't talk about times or anything like that. Again, that's an outcome, right? But I have become a more efficient runner. And so therefore I will be ready for the race. And then if, if it truly was near and dear to my identity, which it somewhat is because I want to stay athletic, I want to stay healthy, then that's something that I will do regardless. I don't need that motivation. The motivation is there for the short term, for the, for the outcome that I'm looking to get out of that half marathon. But beyond that, it's something that I truly enjoy. 
you know, a couple other examples that the goal is not to read a book. The goal is to become a better reader. The goal is not to learn an instrument. The goal is to become a musician. And getting beyond that, it's also how you speak to yourself when you're creating this identity. You know, if you are constantly telling yourself you're not good at this, you're not good at that, well, then that's what becomes your identity, right? If you say, I'm not good at math, or I'm not good at running, or I'm not good at mathematics, um, those are all going to be things that you believe. And the more that you tell yourself that, those beliefs become a reality. And so part of your identity is not just figuring out what's near and dear to your heart, what your beliefs are, so that you're self-assured, but it's also the fact that you need to be able to rewrite all those negative subconscious thoughts that you have about yourself that you know aren't true. And I think you'll know when you're not living or breathing with your identity. Here's what I mean by that. So we have a client we connected with, and she never really had done uh, a regimented exercise routine, especially especially around like strength training. And But she knew that she needed to do something because what she'd been doing her whole life no longer was was giving her the results that she wanted. Things started to slow down a little bit, started to feel uh, some aches and pains. She would even mention that she was a a creaky old lady, right? And and that was just sort of a a something that she accepted. And we told her that that doesn't have to be that way. To where now, and 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 uh, you know other habits that were a part of her life that were just normal. Because she had never taken a step back and realized that there was more to be had. And now she's that person that needs that workout. It's something that is not needed because she's chasing an outcome goal. She needs it because it's a part of, a, of who she is. She also mentioned, like, I still don't see myself as a runner, and yet she's been on a running program inside of our program for the last four months. So she is a runner, we just have to get her to identify herself as a runner, and then she'll see that things open up, right? In terms of she starts to believe in what she's actually capable of in terms of what she can do. And so that part is really important in the sense that you need to be able to believe who you are. And sometimes it is a case of you don't know what you don't know. And so if you've never actually sat down and said, are the actions that I'm taking, are the beliefs that I hold true, are they serving me? Or does it feel like I'm actually sort of pressured to feel a certain way? And you'll know when you hit your sweet spot. It's the same thing It's somebody who's at a dead-end job and doesn't enjoy it at all because maybe they don't believe in what the company does and there's no satisfaction in the job. And that's not to say that every single person in the world is going to be able to have that satisfaction. But I'm telling you that it is possible to find that satisfaction in your job, in your workouts, in the goals that you set for yourself. They just have to align with your identity. And it's going to be tough. It's going to be challenging. It's not going to be something that's comfortable. But what I think you'll find is when you find that sweet spot of your identity, it's not going to be as hard as you think because it's just who you are. Or it's somebody that you are becoming and you never want to go back to that other person because when you look back and the only time you should be looking back at the past is for reflection's sake to see how far you've come along. It should be one of those things where you look back and you're like, wow, I can't believe I did those things. I can't believe I, I, I used to get by by not 
doing any workouts or, you know, I can't believe I used to go through the drive through three times a week and now I'm cooking all these delicious meals and I feel fantastic. Or I can't believe that I get eight hours of restful sleep every night and I struggle to get five. Or I can't believe that I feel like I'm giving more to my spouse and to my children and I'm still able to take care of the things I want to take care of, the things that are for me. You know, and I think that that when that when it comes down to that, when you shape that behavior and you shape that identity, the more pride you have in a particular aspect of your identity, the motivation takes care of itself, and you will maintain those habits. Because again, if you're prideful of how energized and strong you feel, you'll never miss another workout again, right? If it, if it's something that reduces stress for you, you'll never miss a workout again. If eating the right foods makes you not only feel good, but look good, right? Everybody always wants to start with the aesthetic, and that's that's completely fine. But what you, you typically find, if you feel good, the other results will follow. And so in this case, if you have pride in a certain aspect of your identity, you will never, ever uh, not be motivated in order to chase it. You know, for an example from me, I'm never not going to be motivated to live a healthy lifestyle, days in, days out. I mean, yes, there may be a day or two where I'm like, oh man, I really don't feel like I should do this right now or I don't want to do it right now. But I would say nine times out of 10, 9.9 times out of 10, that why or that identity that I associate with and has nothing to do about vanity, has nothing to do about being skinny. It's about being healthy, being the person I want to be, feeling the way I want to feel. And I know if Andrew was here, she would she would uh, you know agree with me that it, it's more about finding that identity, and that's how you're going to see measurable, long term, sustainable change. So, just a few thoughts uh, around identity. Again, uh, I would definitely check out James Clear's book. It goes a little bit deeper, more so into habit forming, but how. Finding your identity is the most important part first, and we see it so much in our field where things are very surface level. And when we ask somebody, "What are your beliefs? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to? How, how do you want to identify yourself?" And that doesn't mean that who you are currently is deficient or it's not enough. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying though is that you have that person inside of you that is begging to be let out, that that wants to thrive rather than exist. And the only way you're going to do that is if you are, are going to become that person, right? So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We will be back next week as a duo. You guys enjoy the rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Train, Eat, Repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferrant or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.